Have you ever wondered how to juggle all your children's activities and still help others? Or what is the mother of the year? Is she a perfect mom? Stay tuned. Our guest today has some ideas. Welcome to the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast, a show that lifts, encourages, supports, and educates mothers to do their best in their awesome responsibility to raise, teach, and champion the rising generation. Join us as we talk to and answer questions from mothers nationwide about the challenges, heartbreaks, joys, and lessons learned from one mother to another. Our guest today was born and raised on a farm where resilient work ethic and family values were paramount during her childhood and have continued throughout her life. As a devoted wife and mother of three, she has participated in many organizations and volunteer levels in her community, including being a cheerleading advisor, countless church committees, youth choir director, confirmation teacher, Relay for Life, chamber and community club president and community theater. Her most recent passion was being instrumental in starting Main Street Treasures, a nonprofit thrift store that donates all the profits back to the community. I am so pleased to present American Mothers National President, Joyce Stevens. Joyce, thank you for coming on our very inaugural podcast show. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored and I love this whole idea and I'm ready. Oh, we are so excited to have you. And I just have to ask a little break the ice question. What was one of your favorite memories from growing up on the farm? I would say my favorite memories growing up on the farm are just my siblings. I talk about my brothers a lot. I do have a little sister, but I had six brothers. And sorry, Julie, they're getting the attention again. But the six brothers, I may not say it's my favorite memory because it was tough. It was really something, but play, play, play when I was little outside. They teased me unmercifully, but now I am so in love with all of them. We we're all pretty close. And I mean, close in proximity, but very close as a, as a family. We grew up hard. It was tough. Mom and dad worked very, very hard. And I was mom's helper. I had to be. I begged to go outside. I was a tomboy, of course, because I got my hair cut by dad, just like the boys did. I wore my brother's hand-me-downs. And I really wanted to help outside. Once in a while, he'd let me. I'd mess up. I'd go back in the house with mom again, because that was where she needed me peeling potatoes and making pies and peeling apples and the cleaning the chickens, the every, everything there is on the farm. But I look back and I love it. I would not do it any other way. It was not just one favorite memory, but just the whole, that was our friends. We were, you know, out in the country and that was our friends. We grew up and there was eight of us. So we had somebody to play with when we had time to play. <laughs> Joyce, I really liked the part that you said you had hard times growing up and they teased you. I had older brothers that teased me, but my favorite part is that now you're best friends. Mm -hmm. You overcame that. You didn't let that interfere with the type of relationship you could have with them as adults. And I think that sometimes we forget 
that relationship is built upon the foundations of when we were younger and and there is hope <laughs> that that the relationships can be strong and good as you get older may i say may i also add because we are such good friends as adults and my parents are both deceased just a few years ago and I'm so proud that we went, made through that, went, the whole thing, and we're still friends. You know, you see so many problems in families, but we just all said, no, this is not going to happen to us. In fact, I'm planning a trip to Germany with my siblings and spouses, and we're going to go travel over there together to find our roots again. And I'm really excited about that. I love that. Now, one of the things that, as I was first helping get this podcast ready to go, was Deanne kept saying, Joyce values educating American mothers. And I thought that would be a really important thing to talk about right now, especially with our inaugural show. Why do you feel educating mothers is so such an important part of your presidency? It's just something that I want to focus on. I've helped with many different aspects of American Mothers in the, in the last years since I've been involved. However, I, I see that there is a need for moms to connect with moms and just to help each other with, even if it's little things. We have 10 grandchildren and one of our granddaughters was just recently diagnosed with autism. So that explained the behavior, the social skills, and the, the little mood swings and temper tantrums. So we, we're very not ha happy, yes, that we have an answer, but it's new. And I'm not the mom, I'm the grandma, but it, it's so new to us that I think connecting with other moms from across the nation that have dealt with this, are going through this, to be able to talk to each other. Th this is a chance for my daughter-in-law to connect possibly listen to podcasts or connect with someone who's raised a child already with autism or is going through the same thing as her so she has someone who understands what they're going through that would be great help for her there's just a plethora of things that moms will need to talk about with other moms because yeah. mom, mom visits all the time i love it I think you're spot on there that often the education we get as mothers comes from other mothers. And I, I love that the title of this podcast is American Mothers Mom to Mom Podcast because we learn so much by interacting with one another, right? And I think it's so wise of you to point to mothers as a great source of education education and information. And that's what we're going to try to tap into is the wisdom of mothers throughout the nation. <laughs> Through my years, I have learned so much from the mothers, even if we haven't been one-on-one -on -one in an educational sitting, just visiting and talking with the mothers at the convention or other opportunities we've had to get together. I have learned so much, not only about being a mother, but also about myself and how can I improve myself and make myself a better person. It's a package deal. As you learn to help your children, you also learn to help yourself. We, we also know that even if, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a grandma 
but you never stop with your self-improvement. I've always been interested in that in my personal life. I worked in pharmacy. So there I was learning on the job. I had a great mentor, but I've always challenged myself there and to more and more and to take extra continuing education and to challenge myself. After I retired, I joined Toastmasters, which is an international speaking club that I attend every week. But that is, I love that because it challenges yourself. It certainly determines the quality of your life. And I've always thought that I would love to have a longer life expectancy. So I want to make it quality life, even in my retiring years. Mm. I love how you brought out the importance of us setting little goals for ourselves, because I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in our children or perhaps our grandchildren that we forget that we are a unique individual who needs to nourish our mind and our brain and to expand what we're learning and I found that I crave that as a person outside of being a mother. I crave learning and growth. And I love that you brought that out, that it's important for us to be setting little goals. What's an example, perhaps, of a goal that you set one year that really led to an increased understanding and growth for you personally? A goal that I had set for myself in the next year. And this pertains to American mothers because that is the top thing I'm involved with this year. The other things I think I have under control and I've done it, so I'm, I'm comfortable with it. I'm going to reach outside the boundaries a little bit and try really hard to connect with more mothers across the nation. And of course, Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands, which is awesome also. I want to have opportunities for them to learn, to be educated, to be in contact with each other, because we all know that education, it, sh it shows us so many things. There's so many qualities about it. It makes us better citizens. It, you find out the importance of hard work, and at the same time, it helps us grow and develop. And that's what we want is better citizens and shapes a better society and families and knowing and respecting each other. And that all starts with each other and educating, helping, talking. That I guess that's my goal is to just, if it's not me, of course, it's not always going to be me, but have that capability or bring about that platform so that everyone can have a chance if they want to connect with someone else. Yeah. I, I really think like that, Joyce. <laughs> I think no, I, I, you and I have the same heart on that because the more women or the more people you get to understand more about them, we're so much more alike than we are different. Yes. No matter what our backgrounds are, we, we have this, the inner nature. I, I mentioned earlier the innate ability to love and nurture, and that's not just our children, but other people, and we can reach out and lift and support and love women of, of all cultures and of all backgrounds. I just love that part about American mothers, mm -hmm. the commonality of motherhood and the love that we have, not only as mothers, but women, even those who have not able 
been able to have children. It's a glue that binds. And I appreciate Joyce helping us recognize that and move forward with the goal of reaching out to mothers. Oh, Deanne, you are so right. And it's like, yeah, we're all in the same boat, even though we might not be in the same boat, we're all in the same boat. And I, I love meeting people from all over the country. And I truly can say since 2012, I have connected with so many women that I, have, I would have never met before. And you make so many friends through community service. That's, you make friends. You not only do you make new friends, but you, it helps strengthen your relationship with some of the friends you already have, even when you go back home and strengthen relationships with your daughters or your daughter-in-laws and your friends. And I, that, that's a good thing. It's really a good thing. This podcast is brought to you by American Mothers Incorporated, an organization that has been educating, serving, and honoring mothers since 1935. Our vision is that every mother will recognize and share her innate abilities to elevate others and future generations. Learn more about American Mothers at AmericanMothers.org. Can I just do a follow-up question here? Because I think that one of the probably most thought of misconceptions about somebody winning a national American mother award or something like that. Oh, they must be a perfect mother. And so I just thought I'd throw that out there. This first podcast, uh, what do we say to dispel this myth that uh, the women involved in American mothers are perfect mothers? Because I know I'm not a perfect mom. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we help others realize that it's okay to be imperfect moms? Oh gosh, I don't know if we can convince them that it's okay not to be, but we hear that all the time when moms are nominated to be possibly the next state mother of the year. And every single one of them will say, I'm not worthy. Why did, no, just let it go. And and you say, you absolutely are worthy because someone felt like you were. Someone nominated you and they love you enough that they know you're a good mom. And you don't have to be that one big, perfect mom. You, you don't have to do that. all them things correctly. But you can do a whole lot of little things that were right. Mm. And the rest of it will come and, oh my goodness. Or I'll just simply say, look at me. <laughs> It was no perfect mom. You know that you saw me grab my son by the arm when he was eight years old and misbehaving in church and walk out the back of church or something. You know, I'm, I wasn't that perfect mom. You don't have to do everything perfect and nobody does. It's just, but you do a thousand things right. And that all is important. Something else I like to tell people when we talk about being, oh, I'm, I can't be mother of the year. Look at me. It's only me. And I, and I tell them, you mean you're telling me that you didn't want to get married and have children so you could be named mother of the year? I mean, really, wasn't that your goal in life? It says, no, you have become who you've become because you've given yourself. You've been an example to others. And other people need to hear your story how you overcame, how you grew. We are who we are because of what we've been through in the past. And that applies to everybody. So if someone ever nominates you for Mother of the Year, or if you feel like you need to nominate someone else for Mother of the Year, then by all means, 
give them that opportunity of recognition because they deserve to know someone cares and recognizes that they have done their best in what they're doing. And your story is important to someone else. Mm. Yeah. I love what you both have said there. And I think the biggest thing that I can pull out of that is that it's important to weigh the things we do right as much it's important to examine the things we do wrong and continually try to improve. But I think sometimes as moms, we have that tendency to only focus on what we're doing wrong instead of what we're doing right. And so we need to balance it out and, and think of the positives that we're doing right instead of everything we're doing wrong and keep that in the forefront of our mind. No, we're not perfect, but we're trying to do better every day. So I think that's, this, this is important and we're supplying this platform for networking. Like we said before, I love the name that has been chosen, the mom to mom. It's just another way to connect and help each other. Mm. Absolutely. Now, I'd love to transition and talk a little bit about your involvement with community service, because this has been such an important part of who you are and who you have become. Talk to me a little bit about, first of all, how you got involved with community service and how you were able to teach your children to be a part of that through mothering. I don't think they knew any different. <laughs> and as a child, my parents never did community service, but of course we just worked together so we were our own little community on this little farm and it was just a natural thing to help each other and to help people it was just we grew up with it we didn't know anything different of course there was no such thing as sitting in your room and playing on a computer or anything like that you were busy and if you were done, you played with your you know, brothers or sisters. I think it just came natural. When I got was married then and started having our three kids, then we that's when we got involved with 4-H. I was in 4-H as a, as a kid and that I had a wonderful 4-H leader that taught me how to sew and all those things. I just naturally got involved with the church. We started a youth choir, not me alone, but that we were involved with that for 25 years. And then my daughters, when they got into high school, then they directed the choir. And it was just something that came natural. I think they, you watch your parents and you go along with them and you just do it. In 4-H, it was walk the ditches and pick up garbage and the garbage sacks and you went to the parks in town and you raked and you picked up sticks and the little things they can do as little as they are. My grandkids do the same thing. They with us and as my kids grown up, they in a small community you either help or you you're going backwards. We're proud of our little town that our kids go to school at and so we are dedicated to improving it we want the future to be bright for our kids and for our grandkids i don't want that to die i want that to to be look better you know so therefore we work on different things to raise money to help pay for different things the trails and the biking trails or the 
park or the gazebos that we may build. It's all because of volunteers and the friends who make doing that. I have a question, Joyce. I would like to know if your children were always so excited to go help you clean up the ditches and how willing were they all the time? I don't remember. I think I just says, okay, tomorrow, Saturday morning, we're going to, yeah, they wanted to watch cartoons, obviously, but <laughs> I says, okay, we can either go out and pick beans or we can go clean the ditches. And they go, okay, we'll go up so we can be with my friends to clean ditches. But I think that's a good, they had an option. <laughs> that's always good to give children a choice they know that when they got home they still had to tip those beans that's awesome i love how when you told the stories that it was parents just involving their children in what they're doing and i think that is one of the tricky things that we have to balance today as parents and as moms especially is that often our kids activities are the forefront of everything we do you know they're involved in dance or they're involved in sports or they're involved in this or they're involved in that and there seems to be that there's a lack of time to be involved in community things and so that is a struggle that i think we have mm -hmm. as american mothers today and so there's part of me that's like oh i wish <laughs> You know, but at the same time, I, I guess, how do we bridge that gap between involving our children in what we're doing, serving within our communities in some little way, and balancing them being involved in their activities? Does that make sense? Sure. Um, we, our, our kids were involved in school and very good in, in what they, you know, did, but we didn't overdo it, I guess. Uh, we. Mm -hmm. And they did, I guess, when I was involved and had something going on, they did. They just knew that there was that commitment and they went along. And they felt like, I think now they look back and they go, that really felt good. And you just, you feel if they have idle time, you feel that wisely with getting them involved in, if they weren't in an after school activity, then you got them involved with it. And that's kind of a wonderful alternative. It's, I think it's in, very important to show them that what they do, how they can make a positive impact in the community, and that's one way of doing it. They actually are better than I was back then with their own kids, and they've gotten them all involved in things, and they, it's generational, I guess. And mm. even when they have friends that maybe their parents don't, you know, there is a certain population that just say no all the time. And so we encourage them to, we'll bring a friend along. You've got this friend, bring that friend along. And whether it's mom and dad come to help or not, just bring Ben along or ask Lucy to come or et cetera. So, and that, you just hope that then you're helping someone grow up to have a better attitude on life too. Yeah. Well, and kids are so much more likely to do something if they can bring a oh, friend, totally. right? <laughs> so you take them for ice cream uptown afterwards. That doesn't hurt. They, they all get to, when we're done, everybody goes to ice cream. I don't care if there's 32 kids there. I'll buy you ice cream. They're happy about that. 
Our one little grandson who is eight, though, he'll pick up a bucket full of sticks or something. Can you go for ice cream now? (laughs) (laughs) It's only 9.30 in the morning. Let's wait. (laughs) They're so cute. I love them. (laughs) So I love what you said there about prioritizing and not being too busy. And so I think that's the key. I think when COVID happened and everything shut down, I realized how busy my life had gotten. And it was good to kind of step back. And as things have started coming out and we're allowed to go back into our communities again, I'm amazed how busy my life has gotten so quickly. And so maybe I think one of the key takeaways for me here, at least, is pause and reevaluate Am I spending my time and are my kids spending their time on things that are most important? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sports or the choir or the band or the one act play, that's all really great teamwork also. And that teaches them. I, I hate to keep bringing up when I was kids, but it, it shows the generations. I was not allowed to go out for any sports because it would, would have cost for me to drive to town, you know, or whatever, 14 miles from town. So my kids, they chose one sport a season or one thing. And that now our own grandkids, they do what they love. But mm-hmm. along with that, they are learning to volunteer also and to provide services with having to do the fundraisers for their different working the lunch stands and uh, the things like that, grilling burgers at the football game or whatever they're doing there. So that that all ties in together and makes for a tight-knit community. (laughs) Something else I like about those activities that helps them build character in a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. They learn more about themselves and teamwork, as you'd mentioned earlier. Uh, I think it's important to help them figure out who they are, Mm -hmm. given those opportunities. And I admire you, Joyce, for stepping out and recognizing that and helping your children and your grandchildren well, recognize it, the different areas of life. Yeah, it keeps us busy. You're a great example to all of us. And thank you so much for coming on today and for talking to us about such important concepts for us mothers today that we're dealing with. <laughs> Go to our website, AmericanMothers.org. And you can click on podcasts. We'd love to hear from you and your experiences, your questions that you may have, or the answers that you might have that will help another mother out. So thank you for joining us today. And we look forward to sharing many more talks mom to mom. Our guest next week will share her amazing journey from being homeless with six children to becoming accepted into a doctorate program. You will be totally inspired. Before we go, I'd like to share with you a special mothering moment from Dr. Heather Star Fiedler's 2020 Pennsylvania Mother of the Year. She said, one of my favorite memories took place during our annual toy drive for Play It Forward Pittsburgh. We started the organization as a way to donate gently to use toys but also to help our own children realize the value of giving back. When my son was six, he helped a little boy that had chosen the scooter we donated learn to ride it, and they rode around together laughing. It was that moment that it made it all come full circle for me, and I realized the impact it was having not only on the community, but on our family.
Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you like what you heard, subscribe so you can get your weekly dose of mom-to-mom encouragement. We understand that being a mother can be overwhelming, but we hope that you found something useful you can apply to your own life. We invite you to share this episode with a friend who might also enjoy the message. The mission of American Mothers is to support mothers, empowering them to positively impact their families and communities. We want each one of you to discover and share your innate, inherent, and natural abilities to bless your children and others. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the American Mothers Mom to Mom podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of American Mothers Incorporated, its members or employees. AMI is not responsible for, nor does it verify the accuracy of the information contained in the podcast, nor does the series constitute any professional advice or services. We look forward to visiting with you one mom to another next week. Until then, just do your best at mothering and remember you're not alone. You've got an army of mothers all around you cheering you on.